while campaigning for BJP candidates at different places of Rajouri. Former BJP Minister Priya Sethi asserted that the abrogation of Article 370 and 35A has assured the empowerment of the Gujar Bakarwal community in Jammu and Kashmir. Ironically, the statement was made just weeks after the Jammu and Kashmir administration demolished temporary shelters of the tribal community in South Kashmir's Belgam area. Besides issuing notices for evacuation of such shelters and lands across Jammu and Kashmir, the Jammu and Kashmir administration has trained its guns on the Gujar community. amid brewing controversy over the Roshni Act. Former Chief Minister and the President of the People's Democratic Party, Mehbooba Mufti, also visited one such village where the shelters of Gujar were demolished. These are among the rights enshrined in the Forest Rights Act of 2006, which is to be implemented in Jammu and Kashmir on March 31st. Forest Rights Act grants the Gujar community and the other traditional forest dwellers rights over forest land and forest products except for timber. The Forest Rights Act has been a long pending demand of Gujar activists in Jammu and Kashmir but has so far been denied to them. I am your host Sarvat Javed and we have Sahid Parvaz Chaudhary a tribal rights activist and Raja Muzaffar Bhatt an information transparency activist and today we are going to talk about the predicaments of the tribal community and other forest dwellers. Hello and welcome to our podcast Mr Chaudhary. Thank you so much. So uh Mr Chaudhary what will be the impact of the introduction of the Forest Rights Act on the current socio-political situation of the Gujar and Bakarwal community and how would you briefly explain this act? See the Forest Rights Act will impact the lives of common Gujar Bakarwals living in or near forest because Forest Rights Act recognizes the right of tribals living in forests and they can live there freely without being harassed again and again by authorities yes forest belong to us and we can better take care of them as well our community will feel empowered because they will not live in fear of being evicted again and again to permanently settle this community fra will prove beneficial the law empowers us to gas ownership right up to 79 lakh kanal mm-hmm. means 4 hectare 4 hectares of forest land that we cultivated it on december before december 13 of 2005 mm-hmm. this is forest right act mm-hmm. it empowers us to get the rights of 79 lakh kanal mm-hmm. ownership right it will get transferred to us if mm-hmm. we have the forest land mm-hmm. yeah my point of concern is this if the uh, the state the harassment which is being made by uh, forest officials or government departments as we have uh, uh, we are living in forest areas mm-hmm. this is not uh, we have not encroached these lands presently but we are living since decades so firstly the impact will be over Uh, the harassment uh, th- that is presently being made by the forest officials it will get end by implementing the forest right act in state mm-hmm. yeah so uh, how do you define a forest land yeah yeah there are different types of forest land identified in jammu and kashmir one is complete forest cover other is semi forest where there is living population as well 
and third one is the type of land marked as forests in government records but being used by local population for cultivation and other agricultural uses actually there is no forest but the status of the land is forest and the gujar bakarwals are living there since decades they have constructed their houses they are using the forest land for agricultural purposes actually there is no forest but the status of the land is forest yes mm-hmm. yeah so uh, mr chaudhary the center has decided to implement the forest rights act 2006 which was not enforced in jammu and kashmir for the past 14 years from next year but publicly you have been questioning the late implementation yeah. right so why is that so and how does it impact the community yes we are questioning the late implementation of forest right act because authorities are time and again giving notices to our unaware and less educated poor tribes living in forests you see that in jammu at in different districts in different areas forest officials time and again visited there they demolished our houses they demolished our structures they demolished our lands so the implementation so the late implementation of forest right affected us a lot with the earliest implementation a government will not be able to evict tribes from forest we are demanding its implementation from last one decade and not only my b and not only me there are number of other activists and students who stood with us time and again to demands its implementation see the government whether it is bjp or pdp which was formed in 2014 our national conference of congress which was formed in 2006 2008 sorry mm-hmm. the forest right act which was implemented in center in 2006 these governments always denied us to get the forest right act implementing jammu and kashmir mm-hmm. always they used to delay it mm-hmm. which is very unfortunate we have at number of times remain protesting remain uh, um, uh, doing press conferences or um, uh, so on we have given a number of memorandum to central government as well state government but they delay it uh, which is very unfortunate so it impacted the gujar bakrawal community at a lot a lot number of families those over living on the state land mm-hmm. they have been evicted their mm-hmm. houses have been demolished by government mm-hmm. forest officials number of agencies gone there and they demolished their structures which is so it's impacted number of roads mm-hmm. where we used to go in pastures or uh, meadows mm-hmm. have been blocked by the forest officials wildlife authorities so it impact it impacted our a lot our cultures our culture uh, uh, our culture uh, it impact our culture it impact our socio economic uh, number of peoples have uh, um, uh, lived have lived this tradition 
those who are working on it uh, see uh, we uh, rear cattles uh, like uh, sheep goats buffaloes extra and we used to go in pastures in order to graze uh, for grazing purpose in summer uh, first uh, in duration of 6 months so uh, the government officials always used to um, uh, block the routes where we used to go in pastures or meadows so people uh, day by day leaving these traditional practices which mm-hmm. they were using so it impacted at a lot our culture our tradition yeah so um speaking of traditional forest land yeah. what is the importance of this traditional forest land for gujar bakarwal community and what is the way forward for the community yes gujar bakarwal community is traditionally a nomadic community and most of the time keep on moving from plain to hills and back along with their sheep goats horses and buffaloes even those who are settled are living in forests and their livestock lives are dependent on forest we take care of forest because we are we can't live without it so its implementation will further empower us in real sense and not like jumla bazi the way forward of the community will be if the government would not come to implement us forest right taking uh, we have only one option we have to come on roads we have to protest we have to uh, uh, we will do what we can do yes so um, mr chaudhry the bjp has time and again argued that revocation of the special status of jammu and kashmir assured the empowerment of the gujar bakarwal and other scheduled tribes politically in the union territory of jammu and kashmir but at the same time there have been allegations on the administration of targeting and subsequently evicting the community how do you read this yeah yeah bjp has created fake discourses after august 5 and even some politicians from community were given space at national tv channels to peddle lies that earlier government were biased against this community is true that regional political parties did injustice with that they treated us with biased approach when we have started at first the implementation of forest right act in 2006 they did not consider it so in these days at present bjp are saying that the party did justice with gujar bakarwals by article 370 which is totally false and baseless statement now we all can see the justice being delivered to our doorsteps in pahalgam you see our structure our heartments were destroyed our houses were destroyed and in some parts of jammu like nangrota kathua and samba our homes are being dismantled and we are being make homeless no no bjp is doing politics of hatred and polarizing voters for political gains in jammu they are hell bent on creating a divide 
between communities for electoral gains only. We don't want that to happen as we believe in peaceful coexistence. Their propagandas of development failed. They failed to deliver on all fronts. If they have, if the BJP have so much love for Gujar Bakarwas, why they did not implement it Forest Right Act when they were in power from 2006 to 2000, from 2014 to 2020, when one hour uh, legislator advocate Kamar Chaudhary moved Forest Right Act bill in, in the BJP openly agitated and objected. So how can say that they are doing justice? They are uh, talking about the rights of Gujarat. They have no right to talk about. We have we have seen their approach. We know about them. If if they can implement Food Security Act, if they can implement GST in Jammu and Kashmir, why not Forest Right Act? The reason is practically clear because it will empower Gujar Bakarwals, which the BJP don't want. And we will keep fighting and raising our voice against the oppression till they fulfill all our genuine demands. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot. Hello and welcome to our podcast, Mr. Muzaffar. Thanks, Sarvat, uh, for inviting me to another podcast on the issue of forests and forest dwellers of Jumma and Kashmir. So, uh, Mr. Muzaffar, how much land in Kashmir is classified as forest? Uh, total forest cover in Jumma and Kashmir is around 20,000 square kilometers. Uh, in Jammu uh, region, the forest cover is around 40 to 45 percent. Uh, around 45 to 46 percent, in fact. In Kashmir Valley, it's around 51% and Ladakh has 0.06%, very meager. Total forest cover in Jammu and Kashmir, uh, according to last census, was around 20%. It might have <coughs> decreased also, uh, but uh, the forest department claims that they are undertaking a lot of afforestation programs and uh, so there is no clear picture right now, but official figures say that it's uh, around 20% total forest cover. There are several laws uh, which govern the uh, forest uh, conservation in Jammu and Kashmir. Uh, the oldest law uh, in Jammu and Kashmir was uh, J&K Forest Act 1930, which was enacted during the time of Maharaja Hari Singh. Uh, then there were uh, other laws enacted, enacted by Jammu and Kashmir government from time to time. Uh, there is Jammu and Kashmir <coughs> Kacharai Act 1954. It's also related to forest. Then there is Forest Conservation Act 1997. There is Jammu and Kashmir Wildlife Protection Act. It's also related to forest. Wildlife Protection Act 1978. Then Jammu and Kashmir government had enacted Soil Conservation and Land Improvement Scheme Act 1959. Then there was another act which is also one of the oldest acts 
called cattle trespass act so uh, cattle could not go into the forest area or other areas also the biological diversity act was extended to jammu and kashmir is it was a central law in 2002 jammu and kashmir forest protection force was act was uh, enacted in 2001 separate forest protection force was created under the ambit of this act then uh, there is jammu and kashmir Nation, uh, nationalization of forest working act 1987 then we had uh, jammu and kashmir willow prohibition on export and import and movement act 2000 and jammu and kashmir preservation of space fight trees act 1969 so we had several laws around uh, 10 to 12 laws uh, governing uh, forest conservation preservation but uh, most of these laws got abrogated after uh, the uh, abrogation of article 370 now these uh, laws are not in force uh, now we have uh, indian forest act uh, extended to jammu and kashmir in addition to that uh, 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 right uh, forest rights act 19, 2006 has also been extended to jnk but on the ground this law has not been implemented when it comes to uh, implementation of uh, various schemes for gujars and bakarwals uh, there are lots of schemes for gujars and bakarwals mr muzaffar what laws govern the usage of these forest lands before abrogation very recently uh, forest department officials they uh, undertook uh, you know demolition drive in pehalgam and some other areas demolishing the traditional uh, you know huts of the uh, the forest dwellers gujars and bakarwals in pehalgam area and some other areas uh, these uh, kothas are constructed by uh, the forest dwellers uh, uh, in uh, you know forest areas uh, these mud uh, kothas are used uh, mostly during seasonal migration during summer months uh, but uh, during uh, snowfall these uh, Uh, uh these mud huts get you know uh, they get damaged and but they are not allowed there is no uh, law or there is no uh, due process available there is no program available to the government wherein they can allow uh, these traditional forest developers to cons- to repair these huts so on uh, many occasions the forest officials come and start you know they start arresting these people they file charges against them if they undertake you know repair of these kothas uh then uh, these people are forced to pay you know bribes to forest officials so uh, i think this action uh, is also related to that uh, they might have been uh, damaged during uh, snowfall or they might have been repairing them uh, then they started you know or they might have uh, they might have encroached also it in some uh, areas uh, some land maybe i'm not sure so uh, if government of jammu and kashmir is seriously thinking about uh, implementing uh, the forest rights act 2006 which has already been extended to jammu and kashmir state chief secretary bvr uh, subramaniam said that they are going to implement uh, forest rights act within few uh, few months in toto in jammu and kashmir if they are going to implement the law in jammu and kashmir within 2 months or 3 months or 4 months 
So what is the need to undertake you know, uh, uh, such kind of drives against traditional forest developers? Now, uh, you know, government has started, uh, they are now issuing eviction notices. They are issuing eviction notices under Indian Forest Act of 1927 to forest developers in many areas of Jammu and Kashmir. In fact, we, had a, we, uh, we held a protest against those eviction notices few days back in Yusmarg area, in Jabbar Branwar area, Pir Panjal forest area, in district Badgam, these notices have been sent. In other districts also the notices are being sent. So I would appreciate that government uh, should, not, uh, should not harass these traditional forest developers and instead they should come up with a new law, enact a new law and give them the due rights which are available under the Forest Rights Act. Is the demolition of temporary shelters of the Gocharbakar Wal community legal? What are the rights of the affected families in these circumstances? When uh, the scheduled tribes and other uh, traditional forest developers recognition of Forest Rights Act 2006, which is uh, commonly called Forest Rights Act 2006, when this law was enacted by government of India, Jumma uh, and Kashmir government could have extended this law to JNK by ratifying the law by uh, through their state legislature. Or the Jumma and Kashmir government could have enacted a similar law on the pattern of uh, Forest Rights Act. But unfortunate thing is that in spite of the fact uh, that uh, we had uh, uh, a forest minister from uh, the same uh, uh, community, from Gujar community, uh, he did not uh, took any steps to ensure enactment of Forest Rights Act in Jumma and Kashmir. Uh, but the problem is that uh, uh, the forest officials, especially the top bureaucracy in forest department, they also didn't. Uh, they also tried uh, their best to mislead uh, the uh, political uh, politicians here to not enact this law. Uh, there are many reasons for this. Uh, so. Uh, it's the fault of uh, Jumma and Kashmir's successive governments also that they could not enact uh, uh, they could not enact a law uh, on the pattern of uh, the Central Forest Rights Act 2006. Is government liable to provide compensation? As I have been uh, constantly traveling. Uh, and tracking in these forest areas from last many years, I have seen that uh, these uh, forest dwellers, they live in abject poverty, they live in miserable conditions, especially during their seasonal migration. It's not only that uh, Gujars are the victims, uh, but in addition to that, people from different communities like uh, Kashmiri people also, Kashmiri speaking people also who are the forest developers who live near forests or uh, the shepherds locally called Chopans or even people speaking uh, Dogri language in Jomu region who live near the forests in Ramban, in Doda, in Badrava, in Kishtwar area. So uh, they also uh, uh, get affected uh, by the policies of government which have uh, wherein they have started evicting the uh, forest developers by issuing them notices under the Indian Forest Act. Uh, the land uh, to these developers was uh, actually provided by the government 
of Jumma and Kashmir in past under Grow More Food Program. Under Grow More Food Program, these people were uh, provided forest land to grow corn, to grow uh, uh, other kinds of, you know, uh, to sustain themselves. So, uh, interesting. So, Mr. Muzaffar, why has the Forest Rights Act implementation been delayed when other central laws were directly imposed much earlier? Former Prime Minister of Jammu and Kashmir, uh, Sheikh Mohammed Abdullah, had launched uh, the Grow More Food Policy. Uh, in fact, it, is a, it was called Grow More Food Program. It, uh, the program was launched uh, when he was the Prime Minister of uh, Jammu and Kashmir. And, uh, around 1948, the government under Sheikh Abdullah, uh, uh, he was passionate actually uh, to make J&K self-reliant in food to realize the twin objectives of economic development and safeguarding the political autonomy of Jammu and Kashmir. Under the Grow More Food uh, program, uh, Jammu and Kashmir government promoted peasants to cultivate all the <coughs> incultivatable uh, land uh, which uh, had ownership rights uh, or uh, the land belonged to forest department also in many areas. Uh, in 1948-49, uh, around <coughs> one lakh eighty-five thousand canals of land was transferred to landless peasants. This included uh, uh, land located around forest areas as well, which is called Grow More Food under Grow More Food Program. Uh, in a speech at Araspora in 1952, Sheikh announced that it would be better to die than to submit to taunt that India was our bread giver. So he wanted to make Jumu and Kashmir self-reliant uh, and uh, this was an uh, early uh, ambitious aspiration given uh, uh, given the paucity of resources and financial crisis that Jumu and Kashmir was going through as a result of closure of highways and trade routes with Pakistan and Central Asia and after the partition of India. So he wanted to make Jumu and Kashmir self-reliant and uh, this land to tiller or grow more food policy, this was part of that program only. Mr. Muzaffar, are the rights of the Gujar community and other forest dwellers of Jammu and Kashmir protected by the Forest Rights Act currently? Under Forest Rights Act, which has been extended to Jammu and Kashmir as well, uh, under uh, <coughs> the J&K Organization Act, after abrogation of Article 370, uh, the forest developers and traditional scheduled tribes have lots of rights over the forests. Uh, this law uh, has not been practically implemented on the ground. If it had been implemented on the ground, then the forest officials would not have been uh, sending eviction notices to the forest developers. Under FRA 2006 Forest Rights Act 2006, members of scheduled tribe and other forest developers in the forests have rights over forests land uh, for habitation or self-cultivation uh, self cultivation or livelihood. The Act also allows the use of forests for uh, developing government facilities including schools, minor water bodies and other and hospitals on the recommendation of local panchayat through the Deh Majlis or Gram Sabha. Forest Rights Act gives the right to ownership to <coughs> land farmers, land farmed by tribals or forest developers subject to maximum 4 hectares. But uh, in Juma and Kashmir, uh, 
we cannot uh, transfer government cannot afford to transfer four hectares uh, so because it's a uh, the uh, land holding is very less so uh, at least one hectare uh, uh, can be transferred ownership is uh, only for land that is actu that actually uh, is being cultivated by the concerned family and no new lands will be granted under the forest rights act members of scheduled tribe gujars and bakarwals of jhk who primarily primarily depend on the forest or forest land for bona fide li livelihood need uh, needs can claim rights under fra uh, forest rights act 2006 in addition to it kashmiri speaking people or chopans or shepherds or any other non scheduled tribe community even dogri speaking people can also claim for entitlement under the forest rights act provided the community has been residing in the forest areas for the last 3 generations or 75 years this is very important so mr muzaffar the bjp has argued that the abrogation would ensure rights to every community in jammu and kashmir that was allegedly marginalized by the region's semi autonomy how true is this statement and what is the status of gujar and bakarwal community since then on one hand you know bjp government claims that uh, they are the saviors of gujar bakarwal community uh, but on the other hand when uh, we see practically on the ground the action uh, taken against uh, this tribal community uh, in the recent past or recently also few weeks back it shows that uh, they don't care for them and uh, the marginalized groups continue to be you know harassed in jammu and kashmir as well so the action taken by government it's highly condemnable it should be condemned by everybody and uh, those people whose uh, you know kothas or whose huts have been damaged should be compensated what do you think is the future of the forest of kashmir the future of forests uh, in kashmir is very dark because uh, forests continue to be you know uh, destroyed destructed uh, they have been damaged in past by timber smugglers they have been damaged during execution of many developmental projects they have been damaged during uh, construction of highways railways they have been damaged during erection of uh, you know high voltage transmission lines only in recent past 2 3 years back uh, almost 60000 forest trees were you know chopped off uh, in peer panjal forest area from rajori to badgam by shopian peer panjal area uh, when uh, 440 kv uh, samba amarga transmission line was you know laid so uh, forests need a uh, lot of conservation preservation and we need to involve the community in conservation of forests unless we don't involve the community we cannot achieve uh, the goals of uh, conservation of forests and in addition to this the officials of forest department should also be taken to task because uh, the forest timber uh, smugglers they uh, you know work in league with the forest department and we have been exposing this several times but uh, forest department is not taking action against them thank you thanks a lot mr choudhury and thank you so much mr muzaffar and thanks to our listeners for listening to this podcast you can visit our website we are an independent media house and you can go to the section called members you can join there and help us by supporting us because you're the only people that can keep independent journalism alive